Hi and welcome to Woodside Weekly, bite-sized, digestible, authentic English, straight to your inbox. Expressions and sayings. Today's edition is all about expressions and sayings. As you already know, we native speakers love using them. English is a very rich and colourful language, which is made that bit brighter by using expressions and sayings. As a learner of English, not only is it important to be able to understand some of them, but it's also important to be able to use them too. If you want to use idioms, expressions or sayings when communicating in English, try and learn just a few and use them. When you know them and you can use them well, learn a few more and repeat the cycle. You will find that you will like some of them more than others. Those are the ones to learn. Remember to learn what is relevant to you and what you like to use. It's interesting that in some cases, some idioms and expressions, such as crocodile tears or Achilles heel, seem to have been globalised and appear in many world languages, while others are particular to their own language and don't translate directly into others. I don't know if you are like me, but I'm fascinated by the origins of expressions and sayings, things we use and say every day, but don't really know why. So many of the expressions we use have a really interesting history, and that's what I'd like to talk to you about today. I have chosen eight really common expressions or idioms to tell you about, because the story behind them, in my opinion, is curious, to say the least. A little history behind eight interesting sayings and expressions. The first one is to cost an arm and a leg, meaning something is extremely expensive. So we could say, for example, my computer cost an arm and a leg. Now there are several possible origins of this idiom, but the most plausible may be this version due to the fact that the phrase seems to have come into the English language after the war. It's said that when soldiers arrived back from the war without limbs, such as their legs or their arms, the war was said to have cost them an arm and a leg. Literally, they had paid a high price fighting for their country. Number two, crocodile tears. This expression is used to describe fake crying. Many moons ago, it was thought that crocodiles cried when they ate, perhaps because they felt bad about killing their prey. However, that is not the case. Science has recently proved the real reason for crocodile tears. It's said that crocodiles can't sweat. For this reason, they release tears from their eyes in order to remove excess salt from their bodies. So when crocodiles cry, they're not sad at all. They are just getting rid of salt. Achilles heel. This idiom is used to talk about a weak point or something vulnerable. Greek mythology says, 
that the Styx River was thought to give anyone touched by the water an incredible amount of power and make them almost untouchable. Achilles' mother, Thetis, dipped Achilles in the river, but in order not to drop him, she held him by the heel. This was the only part of his body that didn't touch the water. This meant that his heel was weak. It was his weak point. According to Greek mythology, later in life, Achilles was shot in the heel by an arrow and died. To let the cat out of the bag is the third expression, and this expression means to reveal a secret. I think mum let the cat out of the bag. David knows what happened. This idiom goes back to medieval times. People used to buy things at market, and it was very common to be deceived by the market sellers. One of the most common tricks played on innocent buyers had to do with cats and piglets. Those who wanted to buy a piglet were often shown a piglet, but then the sellers would turn their backs when the buyer wasn't really paying attention, and instead of putting the chosen piglet into the bag, they would replace it with a cat. So when the buyer got home and opened the bag, they would find the cat. The cat would be let out of the bag. The secret would be revealed. So expression number five is to be as mad as a hatter. This is used to describe someone who is crazy and behaves in an unpredictable way. You must all know the story of Alice in Wonderland by Lewis Carroll, so you will know the character, the Mad Hatter. Why do we use this expression? Well, in the Middle Ages, hat makers used a very poisonous substance called mucorous nitrate to make the hats. The acid had irreparable consequences on their health and it caused them to shake, perhaps almost as if they had Parkinson's disease. People considered hatters to be a bit crazy because of these symptoms and also because of the erratic way in which they began to behave after a time. Number six is the word freelancer. We often hear this in English in other languages. It's an anglicism in many cases. And it's used to refer to a self-employed person. In the Middle Ages, soldiers were often needed to fight. A soldier who was hired for a particular battle or job was a free lancer. Lance being like a spear. Number seven, to be given the sack. This is to lose your job. In times gone by, craftsmen and traders would not stick around in the same job for long and they would move around from place to place, working here and there. In order to be able to move freely around and to make their lives easier, they carried their tools around in sacks. Normally, when they began a new job, their employer would put the sack away until they needed it to move on to another job. When they were literally given the sack, it was because their services were no longer needed. The next expression, number eight, is to be fired. To lose your job generally for doing something bad. So it's similar to be given the sack, but we have the, you know, the element of you've lost your job because you've done something bad, like stealing. 
Basically, what happened was if the worker had done something bad, the employer would not return the tools or the sack to the employee. They would be burnt so that the worker had no possibility of being able to go and work somewhere else. In this next part, I'd like to just tell you a few really curious facts about the English language. So, did you know the shortest sentence in English is I am? There are no words in the English language that rhyme with month, cue, purple, silver, or orange. The most common letter in the English language is E. Queuing is the only word with five consecutive vowels in English. English is the official language of 67 countries. There is no official organisation that organises English. Shakespeare added over 1,000 words to the English language. So in my previous audio today, uh, there have been a, a couple of words that are kind of problematic for English language learners regarding their pronunciation. One of them that I correct frequently is the word crocodile. Please note that we don't say crocodile. The R in English is at the beginning of the word. So we say crocodile, crocodile, crocodile. The next set of words are also problematic because I find that students exaggerate the end G. So in words like bag, they would say bach, leg, lech, egg, ech. So when a word ends in G, we do not exaggerate that sound at the end. The sound is cut off at the back of your throat, but without any vibration. Bag, leg. It's almost like a K sound. Bag, leg, egg, pig, mug. Let's repeat again. Bag, leg, egg, pig, mug. And one more time. Bag, leg, egg, pig, mug. So I don't know if you can hear, but the back of my throat is like sound because the sound stops, it's cut off. And finally, the word heel, heel, okay, Achilles heel. So you need to uh, start off with the, the E sound and make it kind of long and it drops at the end. So heel, heel, Achilles heel. And then, of course, if we want to talk about uh, a piece of land that's not quite a mountain, but a, a raised piece of land, we say hill, hill. So the E sound is much shorter. Hill, hill, heel, hill, heel, hill. So I hope that the little exercise there has helped you with your pronunciation of those few words. And that's all for this week. Thanks very much for listening to Woodside Weekly. I'll be back again next week with more. If you did enjoy the podcast, then please remember to like and share. Thanks for listening.